we're back. It's been Hi. a it's been a few mm-hmm. weeks and <clears throat> wanted, to, <laughs> wanted to get another podcast in this month. There's been a lot going on and um, I want I've been talking about doing a podcast for a couple weeks and saying, you know, we need to address this and we needed to address that and then I didn't really feel led to do it quite yet and then something else would come to mind and I say we should really do a podcast and put it off again and didn't really feel led and today there was just this urgency this frustration this spiritual anger that I was feeling and I'm like okay girls we're going to be doing a a podcast today and they're like well what are we going to talk about said well one of the things we were going to talk about previously was the the pathetic race baiting and the race issue and uh, so we will address that Um, some things are going on in America this constitutional republic um, that is making me very angry and really disappointed in people that call themselves Americans and even people that call themselves Christians because there's nothing resembling those two things anywhere in this country Mm -hmm. right now. And so I kind of want to talk about that. Um, And then whatever else the Lord kind of, you know, puts on my heart and and I kind of forewarn the girls. I'm probably going to attack some people and things. And (laughs) they're like, okay. And I just said, be prepared for scriptures because they're really good at finding scriptures whenever I start rambling on. (laughs) Normal everyday podcast. (laughs) Yeah. It's everyday normal for us. But um, so let's, let's address the... The first thing, which is the race. So (laughs) they're dividing our country based off um, imaginary things that haven't been in place in decades. Mm -hmm. Um, Race relations have not been an issue until Democrats keep pushing that. And, Corey, you had mentioned something really ironic, and I loved how you even spoke it because you used some weird some weird voice, and it was totally sarcastic, and it was funny at the same time. So I don't know if you can remember. I can't. What, so what, what Corey said to me, we were talking about white supremacists, and I'm using my fingers in quotations because it's ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. So these morons... Uh, these Democrats that want equality for everybody are saying we've got to get rid of the white supremacists. We've got to get rid of the white supremacists, and we've just got to put an end to all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, like Cor pointed out, she goes, let's get rid of the white supremacists by taking the Indian off the butter. Yep. <laughs> and, and what else did you say? Something, let's take the black woman off uh, Aunt Jemima syrup. Yep, or Uncle Ben, or let's ban I Love Lucy because there's a Cuban in it. Yeah. You know, just... It or Dick Van Dyke because it's a happy family. <laughs> I mean, just all these things. It's like you want to get rid of white supremacy, yet you're taking anyone... That isn't that, white. That's different away. You're like... It might sound weird, but like decolorizing everything. Right. Culture. And... What people are doing is just, like, modern segregation. Right. 
it's dividing races. Oh, I'm black, so I'm in this category. You're white, so you're in that category. Yep. Or depending on how white you are, you might be in a whole range of whiteness. It just depends on what Coca-Cola wants. <laughs> <laughs> Polar bear I mean, white, apparently, is offensive. Santa's beard white, that's also offensive. And apparently, Dr. Seuss, who's black and white, with a red hat, yeah, the is offensive. A uh, little orange dude that speaks through the tree. Yeah, the I mean, Lorax. really. I mean, how more pathetic and evil can you really get? Even Horton hears a who about an elephant who cares about the little people yeah. on this tiny speck. They're <laughs> trying to take that away, too. Well, I mean, there's two things. You have the who's. I mean, who are they? What are they? What do you really want? <laughs> into detail, but also in Dr. Seuss, a person's a person no matter how small. So, I mean, you can't be indoctrinating children with, you know, children have the right to live. You can't be teaching people that. No, no And it's all, not. I mean, there's nothing racist about it. They're just saying, no. oh, it's racist. How? Yeah. How? And, and that's just it. And, and this is, this is where I'm going to go off on the idiots out there that aren't questioning any of this. They're not getting upset. They're just like, oh yeah, oh, I'm so sorry for being white. Oh, I want to slap those people. Yeah. yeah. I No, I don't want to slap them. I want to punch those people. And knowing the FBI and how pathetic and treasonous they are, they'll probably come at me because I've threatened somebody, even though I haven't actually done anything wrong. I haven't burned down buildings. I haven't you know, hurt children. I haven't kidnapped children, unlike Democrats and FBI agents. But, you know, who they're targeting are Christians, conservatives, and patriots mm -hmm. that love this country. They're illegally targeting these people. FBI, CIA, the police, they are evil, they are traitors, and they should be dealt with accordingly. They are enemies of this country. Yeah. So anyways, uh, to get back on track... These people that are not standing up for what is right are going to be judged by God for that. Yeah. If they think that they're being equal by apologizing for how God created them, mm -hmm. that is pathetic and it's wrong thinking. Yeah. God made you who you are. For a purpose and a reason and for a time such as this. Mm -hmm. um, those that are supposedly gay or trans, they are mentally off. Mm -hmm. They are sinning. I mean, we all have had sin. Those of us that have repented are not living in sin like we used to. Mm -hmm. But we had sin in our lives. Mm -hmm. And God counts all sin punishable. By hell. Yeah. I mean, it's punishable, according to him. Mm -hmm. But these people that are so mentally off and are pushing these evil agendas on even small, innocent children are so deranged. And their comeback is, God made me this way. No, he did not. Mm -hmm. He created male and female. Mm -hmm. Fact. That's it. And if you ask some moron out there that says there's 72 different sexes, they can't name a third or a fourth. Yeah, I mean, they can't name anything past a male and female. 
You can't say mom and dad. You can't do this. I mean, are you people insane? Are you insane? Why is this being okayed and accepted? This is not tolerance, by the way. This is Satan coming in to destroy what God has created. And Satan is going to take as many morons down to hell with him as he can. So you people that are still running around with masks on, you morons that are getting those vaccines that are not FDA approved, they're not, they're experimental. They're experiments. You are a live guinea pig. Mm -hmm. I mean, why would you do that? Yeah. Where's your faith in God? Especially you people calling yourselves Christians. Yeah. Well, like Franklin Graham. Yeah, where where's your faith in God? Why are you promoting this evil? This and it, I I believe it is the mark of the beast or the door opening for that. Yeah. I mean, um in Revelation it says that the mark of the beast you can't buy or sell things. It goes for the rich, it goes for the poor. You can't buy or sell things and how people the government is wanting to make the COVID vaccine is you need a COVID passport. You can't buy and sell things. And it, the coincidence, I mean, it just lines up too well to, to dismiss it as, oh, it's not actually the mark of the beast. But it is. that they're saying you won't be able to buy and sell. You won't be able to travel. You won't be able to basically live unless right. you get this vaccine, unless you can prove that you have the vaccine. So it... I mean, I would definitely say it is the mark of the beast. Right. And I mean, being that it's killing people or destroying their DNA, which makes them basically null and void Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to enter heaven because you're no longer who God created you to be. And we've discussed this before. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, you're destroying God's temple. Each person is created to house God's spirit. Mm-hmm. And those people that are wanting to be trans or gay or have a vaccine or whatever are destroying God's creation. And unless you repent, and the vaccine, you're already out of the picture. Yeah, uh, You can't come back from that. You, you just can't. And even the Bible says you cannot. Once you have the mark of the beast, you will not enter heaven. Yeah. Yeah. The sad thing is that even in Revelation it says that many people will go for it. Yeah. Even after signs and wonders and the truth, in some words, they still want it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Um, it might be somewhat out of context, but in the New Testament it says that even some of the elect will be led astray. Mm-hmm. Like if possible, even like God's chosen ones will be led astray, and that that's sad, right. um, because it's. I mean, just read the Bible, and it tells you exactly what's happening. There's no need for confusion. There's no mm. need for fear, because it says in was it First or Second Timothy one seven, for God has not given us a mm-hmm. spirit of fear. Of power and of love and of a sound mind. Second Timothy, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no reason for fear. That's right. of the devil. It there's no reason to. I, I don't know. Guess think that man will tr- somehow save you because they're man not. Won't if man needs a savior, how can man save you? Yeah, that it doesn't make sense. So no. I mean, people being as gullible as they are, especially pastors, it. It's kind of terrifying. I mean, in Ezekiel, and I think Jeremiah, 
even some of the things Jesus said, um, it talks about shepherds leading the sheep astray. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that God goes after, the ones that unknowingly have been basically lied to, that have been led astray, that are trying to trust the people that they believe God put in their lives. Right. And they're leading them astray. Yeah. Those are the people that God will go after. Yeah. Those are the people that God will save, you know, from their wandering. Right. And it, it doesn't look good for the shepherds that took their fill, that made themselves fat, that right. starved the sheep, that, yeah. I mean, just just read Ezekiel. It's not a pretty picture. And I'm, no. or not just in Ezekiel, but also in the New Testament, when, or I think there's a whole thing about, or a whole thing, but talks about how teachers will be judged more harshly. Yeah, more harshly than anyone else because yeah. they are the leaders. Right. They're teaching. They're supposed to be teaching people how to be disciples of Christ yeah. and how to live their lives fully in and through Christ. Mm-hmm. But you don't see, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to a church and we saw the same people. They've been going to the same church for 30 some years. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you doing for the Lord? Just because you go to church doesn't make you a Christian. Yeah. Even demons show up at church. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, that's the reality. Even demons know the scripture of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they will manipulate it. Yeah. To convince people that it's God that they're hearing from. Yeah. And that's not true. So we have these false teachers out there like Franklin Graham encouraging people to get a toxic uh, vaccine that is not FDA approved, that has aborted baby parts in it, has chemicals in there that is given to people that are going to be executed. Yeah. And it goes on and on and on. And the side effects that people are suffering from I mean, it's horrible. And then people are miscarrying their babies and... Becoming sterile, having neurological disorders, just collapsing and almost becoming brain dead, pretty much. Right. So why why are people pushing this? Mm -hmm. Why... And why are these vaccine pushers so determined to drag as many people down with them as possible. The rest of us are smart. (laughs) We know what God's word says. We've already been warned. Um, Why in the world would you take an experimental vaccine when we've had a flu vaccine for what? years? 30, 40, 50 years. And we still have 90,000 people a year die from the flu. Not last year because... Miraculously, the flu was non-existent last year. Yeah. How weird. And no one's answered for that, but, you know, whatever. And people are still listening to the CDC, which is not a government entity. Um, they are like the communist death center is really what I look at them as. Uh, CDC communist death center. Mm-hmm. Um, stop listening to them. They're misleading people. Mm-hmm. They don't give a rip about anybody. They care about making billions of dollars along with the pharmaceutical companies, and they don't care. They aren't smart enough to understand that as they're killing off their customers, they're going to lose money. Yeah. I mean, hello. 
That's just because their minds are gone and they're possessed by demons. Well, probably most of them are. Most of them are. And then, you know, I heard a story, and I was talking to Cor about this. Um, A priest in Texas um, turned in a pregnant woman who had a one-year-old with her because she didn't have a mask on. And she was arrested. And people were demanding that she be arrested from the church. It's like, could you be any more evil and selfish? Where is your faith in God? I mean, that pastor or that priest will burn in hell for that. Sorry, you don't turn your back on God's people. Especially when you're supposed to be leading those people in God's word. And if you don't know God's word, don't be a pastor. Don't be a priest. Don't mislead people. Well, if you don't believe God's word, don't call yourself a Christian. No. No. I mean, I hear people like Franklin Graham. I've heard him say that God or Jesus would encourage people to take the vaccine. If you just, I mean, test that. Open the Bible, see how Jesus dealt with sick people. Mm-hmm. I, off the top of my head, I can't think of a time where Jesus looked at a sick person and said, "Go to the doctor." Nope. Nowhere he, in the Bible. Nowhere <laughs> in the Bible. Nowhere. I mean, I think about is it Luke who was a physician? Mm-hmm. He wasn't going around treating people. He was like recording people's stories, and he was and praying to heal the sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, Jesus, he didn't say, no, nope, you know what, go to the doctor or whatever. No, yes. he healed people. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Jesus calls himself a great physician. Yeah. Yeah. He I is mean, why the would, ultimate healer. Why would Jesus turn people to other physicians other than himself? Jesus is perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus is perfect. He makes no mistakes. He knows exactly what he's doing. However, people clearly are cowards they're evil, they're greedy, they look out for themselves, they don't care about other people most of the time, and these doctors, they make their money off drugging people up. Mm-hmm. They make their money killing people with all sorts of cancer treatments and all of that when there are cures for cancer, but they want to make sure that nobody knows that. Yeah. Because it would take the billions of dollars that they make every year. They don't care about people. They are an evil entity. There's nothing good about any of them. Sorry. The Bible says that the love of many will grow cold. And we are seeing that on a supersonic speed. Yeah, it's not... I mean, we read a book. um, I think we're reading it now by John Bevere. um, But he was talking about um, how that in that verse, the love of many will grow cold, the word... Love is agape, which is a love between, like, brothers, like, brothers in Christ. So it's people in the church. Their love will grow cold. Yeah. So you hear people preach about God's love, God's love. I think that has been so diluted that nobody actually knows what God's love is because he or loved what us. it entails. Well, he loved us enough to save us from our sins. Which means he sacrificed himself. Well, to save he us. He died to save us. Yeah, to save us from a very real place called hell. Yep. Which many people are going because they ultimately deny God. They refuse to repent. 
They refuse to turn away from their sin. Right. And it's... God doesn't want people to go to hell. That's why he sent his son. That's why he gives people so many opportunities. That's why he's slow to anger. It's why he's patient. Right. But people have been given free will and God will judge them accordingly. Right. Because that was the choices that they made. Yeah. It's like, well, if you want to rob a bank, it's your choice and you will be punished accordingly. Right. Unless you're a Democrat, which apparently temporarily they can get away with murder. That won't last long because all those Democrats that are stealing from the American people, that are lying to the American people, that are having patriots arrested illegally, they will suffer a great and painful death. Yeah. They are traitors. And all traitors go to hell. It says so in the Bible. The treacherous, the traitors, the liars, the thieves, the gossipers. The slanderers, what we're witnessing is these demonic beings thinking that they can control the rest of us. And unfortunately, there are far too many people, especially in America, that are falling in line. And I've never, ever, ever thought in my lifetime that I would see such cowardly, weak beings. Never. Never. We, as Americans, used to fight for our freedoms and fight for our families and our friends. And now we have neighbors that are cowering in the corner and turning in their neighbors because they think that they are doing the right thing. When in reality, you're setting yourself up for a greater judgment. Instead, you should be standing alongside your neighbor defending them. I want to know what happened to all those people in that Catholic church when that pregnant woman was getting dragged out. Why did nobody stand up for her? Where were the rest of the parishioners? I mean, this is what makes me so spiritually angry. Is these people that call themselves Christians are the biggest cowards I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I am just amazed. I'm amazed. And it makes me sick and nauseous to think that my daughters who are sitting in front of me and I, if we have to go into a battle, a gun battle, we'll be standing there with God on our side and no one else. Because everyone else is so afraid and so cowardly and so weak and so pathetic. And I... I'm sad for all those people because their eternity is is really in trouble. Yeah. In, it, it, I'm just I'm just disgusted. I, I I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm so angry at people. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. We've been to plenty of churches and. In each church, we might find some people that are on the right side of things. and But there are, unfortunately, a lot of bad eggs. And those people are going to be judged. I mean, we're all going to be judged. But or have to give an account of our lives. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. We kind of trailed off. Yeah. We're, we're supposed, supposed to talk about race. <laughs> well, like I said, I was going to go off. And that's exactly what I did because 
There's just far too much going on that is not being addressed, that's not being talked about. Everyone's being all silent, walking on eggshells instead of just being honest about what's going on and stepping up and doing and saying the right thing. I mean, I'm, I've never been one to just cower or be quiet. I always speak up, and it's not always a good thing, but I do it anyways. <laughs> what were you going to say, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, a few verses in Hebrews actually gave you this uh, these yesterday. Yeah, they were good ones. But it's um, Hebrews chapter 10, which is good, and so is chapter 11, but um, it's chapter... 10 verses 36 through uh, 39 and it says for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God you may receive what is promised for yet a little while and the coming one will come and will not delay but my righteous one shall live by faith and if he shrinks back my soul has no pleasure in him but we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Amen. Yeah. That's what we really need is faith. Yep. And endurance. Yeah. I mean, we need endurance and we don't endure without faith. It goes hand in hand. And Joss was giving me those yesterday because, again, yesterday was another hard day for me. And I was struggling with just the evil that's going on. And... Just watching my country and fellow Americans just cower. And I'm so sad to see it happen. I'm just... I'm just so sad. I'm angry that people are so foolish. And they bought into so many lies instead of looking at the truth or even doing the research. And they're just so dumb. They're so dumb. And there's so much evil going on and no one is fighting back. And that is just not what Christians or Americans do. Mm -hmm. So where are the Christians and the American people? Where are they? You know... I I listen to some podcasts, and some of them, you know, they have some really good information. Sometimes I just want to go off on these people because they're like, trust the plan, trust the plan. Trump's in charge of the military's. No, they're not. No, they're not. I don't trust any of them. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, there's some bigger pictures going on, and... When you look at what happened on January 6th, and we're kind of going back a little bit, and the whole Capitol riot thing, which wasn't a riot, it was a setup, and everyone with a brain knows that, and we know Pelosi and Schumer and the FBI were behind it. Everybody knows. They can can try to hide it. Everybody knows. We already know. However, Trump's out there. With, you know, a million Americans out there that are ready to take our country back. And they're cheering and excited. Trump has all this power and authority to take our country back. And instead of utilizing the Insurrection Act or our military, which I'm a little surprised that they haven't intervened because we have lawless traitors 
destroying our country and our military is doing absolutely nothing about it. Uh, so they are all traitors in my eyes because they're doing nothing. Their job is to uphold the Constitution and protect the American people from foreign and domestic enemies. And the Democrats have declared war on we the people. So that means the military was supposed to intervene. Mm -hmm. So what I'm seeing now is patriots that were cheering on the president and putting their faith and trust in our military and our constitution, uh, supporting our country, which is their legal constitutional right. And those that were set up at the Capitol who were ushered in and everyone saw the videos. So the FBI and Pelosi and all their crap, they, you can keep lying, but everyone knows the truth. Um, ushered in Antifa and BLM, they were causing destruction. Everybody knows that too. The proof is already there. Mm -hmm. But the only ones getting arrested were the ones that weren't causing destruction, that were um, security, doing security for the thing. They were ex military, ex police officers haven't done anything wrong, haven't broken any laws, but they're the ones that are being taken from their families. They're being arrested. They're getting trumped up charges against them, but not the ones that have actually caused billions of dollars in damage throughout the United States, committed terroristic acts against the American people, murdered American people on American soil. They're not getting arrested. It's the innocent, law-abiding patriots that love our country, have fought for our country, and they're being held illegally. So where are the American people? Why are they not stepping up? Where's our military? Our military should be getting the American people out of FBI custody, taking out the FBI agents, and removing them from that position along with all the Democrats. That's according to the Constitution. And since the military is not doing their job, they, I guess, will be considered enemies of America, considered traitors. So when we, the people, rise up and take our country back, then they will be considered enemies and will be shot, I guess. They will be dealt with accordingly. So we have the right to form... uh, a militia. militia. So we can do that. It doesn't ever say how big or right. what the limit is, how many people. There is well, no and, limit. and not only that, but according to the Constitution, for you morons out there that aren't familiar with U.S. history, which I suggest you, I don't know, look into it, um, we have the right to remove the government if they turn on the people and fail to uphold their constitutional duties. We have that right to forcibly remove them. So what happened on January 6th really should have gone further than what it did because all of those politicians should have been removed 
and arrested. Mm-hmm. And it would have been totally constitutional because they it absolutely would have infringed been. on the Constitution and on everyone's rights. Yep. I mean, if your state was locked down with mask mandates, technically you could remove the people that um, placed those mandates. Yeah, that placed because them. it's illegal. They weren't laws. So then, let's go a step further. And the police that were arresting Americans on American soil for not wearing a mask, which is not a law, are traitors. Yeah. And then, even another step further, look at the mess down at the border. Look at all the illegals coming over here that are COVID positive. They're not being told they have to wear a mask. They're not being told they have to vaccinate. They're just being welcomed in, given free stuff. But we, the people that actually live here in America, born and raised, are being told we have to double mask and shut down our businesses and get vaccinated just to live normally. But yet people breaking the law, illegally coming here, can do whatever they want to do. No. No, no, no. No. Yes, Joss. <laughs> Sorry. It's good for me to calm down. Thank you. Yep. Okay, Joss, go. So, <laughs> have another one. And James is a really good book. It's not a very long Agreed. book, so I would suggest reading it sometime whenever anybody has time. You should make time. Anyway. So, um, in chapter 3, verses 14 through 18, it says, But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart... Do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there will be dishonor and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is shown in peace by those who make peace. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. And with verse 18, for by those who make peace, mm-hmm. that kind of jumped out at me. I thought about giving that to you yesterday, but like, I'm not <laughs> sure if that one's really the right one. So well, here's the thing, is the peacekeepers are the ones that are willing to remove the evil from the... Um, area from the places, from the homes, from businesses. The peacekeepers are the ones that are willing to step in and protect. Mm -hmm. That's where the peacekeepers come in. Yeah. Well, I mean, like just reading like the whole selfish ambition and all. Well, we know that's what politicians have. Selfish ambition. Well, you, you look at pastors or priests, you look at politicians and all these people, and if you, if, I think that when you see selfish ambition or, um, false truths, jealousy, if, when you see all those things in them, you can definitely tell that it's not wisdom from above, like James said. Right. But it's the people that are first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and with all these people that are doing these bad things, you really think they're from God? Well, obviously not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, obviously not. So, I mean, 
But but here's the thing, though, too, is, you know, God has a long history of using his people to bring evil to their knees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not usually by tweeting or typing or parlouring or gabbing or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. It's usually by the sword. Yeah. Or God just sends his angel and destroys towns. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, America <clears throat> is so disgusting and vile, demonic and lawless. I gotta be honest, I'm surprised God has not Sodom and Gomorrah thus. Yeah. I mean, really, we it it is vile and disgusting. Yeah. I can't believe that people are okay with how things are. I mean, if you think you're gonna be safe in your bubble by keeping your mouth shut, that's not gonna last very long. Mm-mm-mm. If you think you're gonna be safe by having a, a a mask on all the time, you're going to be the first target they come for. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to be the one going, oh, yeah, I'll happily get the vaccine. And, you know, I've been listening to other doctors and other podcasts. And, and one of the podcasts jumped out at me. And what he was saying, and it makes sense, because when you're in a hospital for a long period of time, um, you are antibody resistant. And actually, some people end up leaving the hospital sicker than when they got in there because the antibodies no longer work. Well, the people that are getting vaccinated, um, like the one person I listened to, is basically a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. And basically, they are the ones that are selfish and they are the ones that are going to cause more death and destruction than those of us that aren't getting the vaccine. We have an immune system that God gave us to protect us from things. So those people that got the vaccine basically just destroyed their immune system and any other strains that the government decides to throw on people, they will be resistant. Their vaccine will be null and void. But they will be giving other people more strains that are resistant and people, more people will die because of them. Mm -hmm. So really, when you're looking at the bigger picture, the people that are vaccinated, if you want to wear masks, those are the ones that should wear masks Mm -hmm. or should be kept in their homes away from the public because they're the ones that are going to end up hurting far more people. And it's not going to be those of us that have allowed God's given immune system to work properly. Not to mention our faith in God that he will protect us and heal us. Mm -hmm. Because he says he will do both. So that's where my faith is. I don't put my faith in fake doctors and lying politicians and misleading media. And I don't listen to people that tell you one day to take a mask off and then the next day put it on and then the next day take it off and then the next day put two on and on and on and on. Please stop. Please stop listening to these foolish, demonic people. Use your brain. I mean, you got one. Yeah. Use it. 
God didn't make everyone stupid, but it sure seems like far more people have become quite foolish. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you want to get knowledge? Pray. Shut your stupid TV off. Stop listening to mainstream media. Read your Bible. All the truth, everything you need to know is right in there. And everything that we're seeing right now, God already told us it was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, and that's another reason why I just don't believe that Trump's in charge and, and the quote-unquote white hats are in charge and, and the military's in charge because we're in the times, we're in end times, and there's no going back. Mm-hmm. Things aren't going to get better. Yeah. And I don't, I'm, I'm fed up with people saying, oh, things are going to get better. We're going to have a new system. We're going to have this. We're going to have, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. We are in the end times. Jesus' return is imminent. You better get right with God real fast. Because you may not have tomorrow. You are not guaranteed tomorrow. So stop living like you're guaranteed tomorrow and live for today the way God needs you to live. The way he needs you to live. Not selfishly, Mm -hmm. but care about the people around you. Mm -hmm. Defend the people that are around you. You have a job to do. God puts you in a position do something. Don't just stand there doing nothing. Because you will be judged for that. Yeah. You yeah. will absolutely be judged for that. Were you going to say something again, Joss? Yeah, I was debating. I have kind of a couple of verses that I've underlined for... I've had underlined, so I'm just debating on where the conversation goes. Cause it kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like... I, I want to calm down a little bit because I know that you've got to go to bed soon and <laughs> and I could go on and on and on. I'm just fired up. And I'm, you know, we, we pray for our country every night and we pray for the people and we pray for our leaders. And I, I just wish I could see, no, I don't wish anything. I pray that God just rises up godly bold holy spirit filled warriors because what's coming has nothing to do with freedom it has nothing to do with you know what outfit you're going to wear tomorrow or what meal you're going to eat it literally is for your souls for your eternity um and People, oh, eh, yeah, I just need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did find a couple. (laughs) Perfect. So, no, that's been kind of a long talk. I mean, some negativity, some positive things, but for the people that are suffering, have a few verses for them. It says, uh, so it's 1 Samuel chapter 12, verses 16 and 22, and it says, Now therefore stand still and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. And then verse 22 says, For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. Amen. And also, if I can find it again. (laughs) It's also back in James. And the other one that I gave you yesterday. And it's James uh, chapter 5, verses 10 through 11. And it says, As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, 
Take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the better words. I know this has been a kind of a fired up podcast, but the reality is, is not enough people are speaking the truth. And I'm, and my kids can tell you, I've never really been one to sugarcoat anything or, or, um, you know, coddle, um, coddle with the, the tough times that are coming. I've always been pretty honest, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think the churches coddle, I think they lie. I think they hide the truth from people and they're being misled. Um, and God is our hope and our salvation. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for those scriptures, Joss. Of course. But you also need to be aware of the evil that is around you. And you have to make a choice if you're going to step up or cower in a corner. You have to make the choice. You can't get out of it. One way or another, you have to make those decisions. And so I want people to be aware. I want you to do your research. I don't want you to just listen to every single thing you're told. God tells us to test the spirit, so do that. Mm -hmm. Especially those of you that are calling yourselves Christians, test the spirits. It's not hard to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. If you're truly testing the spirits... You will see just how evil everything is that's going on. Yeah. So. <laughs> She's on a roll. Love yeah. it. <laughs> um, so, chap- or the chapter is 28 in First Chronicles, and it's verses 9 through 10. And uh, the title for the this part of the chapter is David's Charge Against Solomon. So, you guys kind of know. And he says, And you, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father and serve him with a, with a whole heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understands every plan and thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Be careful now, for the Lord has chosen you to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, that kind of that sentiment is re, um, reiterated, I think, in Matthew. Is it Matthew where, no, I'm probably thinking something else, but <laughs> where um, the scripture goes, if you forsake God, God will forsake you as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so the Old Testament and the New Testament are are very, (laughs) very important to read together. Mm -hmm. You can't just have the New Testament. You've got to really pay attention to the Old Testament because it sets standards and rules and explains a lot of things. Um, And it's our history. I mean, it's our history. Um, And the New Testament is also prophetic and warns us of what we're dealing with now, what we're seeing, how to prepare. Yeah. so it would be wise for everybody to grab a Bible. We we read the ESV and 
Mm-hmm. You have amplifieds, and um, it's helpful to discern certain things. And so I, I would advise everyone to get a Bible. While you still can, before they outlaw them or try to destroy them. Um, and I think, uh, you know, one of the prayers I've been praying every night um, is Psalm 5. And even when I try to read another psalm, um, I, I'll i read another psalm and I always come back to Psalm 5. And it's a good one, so I'm going to close in this uh, with this um, as a prayer, because uh, that's how I... I do it is I pray the Psalms. So Psalm five, it says, give ear to my words. O Lord, consider my groaning, give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God for to you. Do I pray? O Lord, in the morning, you hear my voice in the morning. I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch for you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness. Because of my enemies, make your way straight before me. For there is no truth in their mouth. Their inmost self is destruction. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Because of the abundance of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy. And spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exalt in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. So I pray blessings over each person that listens to this. I know it was kind of a hodgepodge. Like I said, I was fired up. (laughs) And I just needed to get some things out there. um, Things that needed to be said. And so we pray blessings over everybody and we pray that you prepare and put your faith and trust in God and God bless y'all and God bless America.